0: And welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal cannon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the indigo angel, Jennifer Zosha.
1: Hello.
0: And the original roach rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, you guys, it is Halloween week. It's a little spooky here on the coach. Ooh. (laughs) As we are talking about the long requested, the long... Thought to be major influence on so many bands that we've done. Rob Zombie and his solo debut, Hell Billy Deluxe. We're gonna talk all about it here on the show. Very excited. A spooktacular episode of The Coach for you. But before we get into that, we've got a few things to talk about. First being, who is messaging us from Italy? Who's messaging us from Italy? Who is? We got a message from Jury Bianchi of addiction what yeah
2: that is
0: right he messaged us and he said thank you so much for the podcast uh, about doubt the dosage high five emoji he said the podcast was really funny and enjoyable to listen to also and i think he translated this a little bit from italian he says also some criticals are explained in a really professional and respectful way thanks again hearing this 18 years after the release date was incredible especially for an italian band like us Thank you, jury. Thank Doesn't you. It was... Get
3: any better than that?
1: It was very nice. I always have a moment of, oh God, what, what did we, we say? T- oh, what <laughs> we did? And it's just like respectful. I was like, ah, oh, uh, thank you.
3: Not one of the ones that I just talked through.
0: <laughs> so yeah, very nice to hear from them. They've they've uh, started a new Facebook page for just the Addiction Band and that album. Um, I don't know if that is yielding some sort of new music i don't know if they've reverted back from addiction crew i don't know what any of it means but it's very nice to hear from them and we of course yes love the album in the canon so thank you so much you guys jenny what else we got going on
1: oh we got to talk about who's making a list of new metal songs who's making a list who is oh, Ah, thank you uh it's it's metal hammer uh, metal Hammer made a list of the 40 best new metal songs uh, of all time, according to Metal Hammer. It's an interesting list. A uh, couple of inclusions here that were were interesting to me. At 25, we've got the N.E.R.D. song Lap Dance. No. Which I wouldn't put on my list, but uh, some some interesting stuff on here. Controversial placement, I would say, on a couple of these. We got uh, Alien Ant Farm movies outranking Bodies, Down with the Sickness, and Dig, and Wait and Bleed. What? And Freak on a Leash. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we get to talk shit about corn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I... I was telling Lauren, I wouldn't want to make a, a list of the best new metal songs, but someone did, mm-hmm. and it's available to you to see over at Metal Hammer.
0: Yeah. Um, the top 10, we can just run it down real quick, from 10 to 1, was The Sickness, uh, Bodies, Alien Farm Movies, Deftones Back to School, Linkin Park Points of Authority, P.O.D. Alive, Papa Roach Last Resort. Number three, System of a Down Chop Suey. Number two, Matt, Blind. Number one,
3: Break Stuff. Oh, boy. Let it be known that we did not put Korn's first album into the canon. Oh, is that true? Did we not put the first Korn album in? We didn't. But you put Blind at number one. But I think for almost every list you put blind at number one. How can a symbol? How can a fucking ride symbol get
0: you
1: amped? They found a way. They found a way.
0: Hey, yeah. I just when they made this list, somebody's like, "Got to give it to the biscuit." They packed a chainsaw. So. i they're skinning your ass raw. Yeah. So. Yeah. Break uh, stuff is a good song. It's a great it's song. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were also directed to check out the comments under the posting about this on the prp as literally it's every band we've done on the show people just being like where's ultra spank where's video drone well i know where video drone is and trash uh <laughs> from that, video drone take it thanks for listening uh, yeah uh yeah from zero people talking about um switched 40 grit dry cell reach 454 these are all people. Third Strike comes up. Scrape, Grade 8, Reveille, Grinspoon, Guano Apes, Linnea 77, Flybanger. Flybanger? Come on. Come on. Uh, come on. Apartment 26. Yeah.
1: You can't expect an everyday citizen to be getting mm. that deep into the shit.
3: That's just how it rolls. Metal Hammer is looking for views. I
0: do like this one comment from uh, a guy named John who said, They're trolling us for clicks. Bands like Cold, Nothing Face, Dope, Power Man 5000, 40 Below Summer, and Dry Kill Logic that people actually did listen to back then aren't here. It's obvious there's shit posting, so we'll send this link to our friends.
1: And they made it on the show. Congratulations. Yeah. Successful shit posting. Good job.
0: We uh, also have a segment called, Who's Messaging Us Directly? Who's Messaging
3: Us Directly?
1: I'll tell you who is. Justin Kramer. Mm. Justin says, love the show so much. Been uh, binging old episodes like crazy and discovering some great stuff that I didn't hear in my teen years. Surprised to see that there isn't a Saliva Every Six Seconds episode yet. Not completely new, but several could probably end up in the canon for sure. Keep up the greatness. Roach repper for life.
3: Preach. Thank,
1: Thank you very you. much, Justin.
0: Thank you, Justin. Um, You know what? Saliva has come up in our conversations uh, before, and I'm just going to say, Matt, you've always been just not ready yet, and I appreciate that, and I respect you. I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable saliva position. So it came up. We had a listener asking about it. How are you feeling today?
3: Today, at this moment, sitting yeah. here in this basement. yes. Let's fucking do a saliva episode.
2: Whoa!
3: Whoa. But we're still sliding Buck Cherry into my never-do category. (laughs) I
0: don't know. (laughs) You know what? You know, the only person who would say that, Jenny, is a crazy bitch.
1: Oh, that's (laughs) 100% why I want to do Buck Cherry. Uh that like song you, is you, fucking incredible. You <laughs>
3: might get me to take it out of that category with just a focus on crazy bitch.
1: I got to tell you, I was working at record time when that, that Buck Cherry album came out. And it looks like a fingerprint. It's like, who's guilty of making this shitty album? The prints are on there. <laughs> but I used to put it on the CD player and then stand in front of it so people couldn't get to it. And they had to listen to Crazy <laughs> yeah. Bitch. And I thought it was so funny.
3: Uh, you s- are correct. That yeah. is so funny.
1: I <laughs> that still, is good. That's like a, where I grew up. Like a kind of a working class suburb outside of detroit if you go to any dive bar on a karaoke night you better fucking buckle up because somebody's see, doing oh. she
3: fucking hates me by puddle of mud Yep, and it's gonna get followed up by crazy bitch
1: crazy bitch whoever sings crazy bitch usually has pipes too oh they're ready <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> all
0: right well there you have it saliva episode coming up it's on Uh, deck on deck uh steven bedford said finally someone out there is going on about west borland guitar riffs and cold chamber pig grunts for hours on end and it's not me for a change i'm still (laughs) catching up on episodes from two years ago having only recently discovered this podcast during an otherwise fruitless search for a human waste project album on spotify thank you steven indeed we are going on and on about all of those things
1: Zach Anderson says, uh, "You guys are going right, and that is in reference to the Download UK 2020 uh, festival. Looks like we've got some some heavy hitters here. We've got uh, System of a Down, Deftones, Corn, Disturbed, Daughtry." Hitters. Ah, hitters. We've also got... uh, It looks like Kiss and Iron Maiden are also headlining with System of a Down. We've got The Offspring, Gojira, uh, Daughtry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of Mice and Men.
1: Of Mice and Men. Uh, Plus many more to be announced. Certain some that we enjoy will be there. It's uh, June 12th to 14th, 2020. Donington Park. Uh, You know, if we can... We can hop on a bird over the puddle. If we can uh, <laughs> just
3: hop a little puddle jumper,
1: <laughs> no. get on the okay.
3: other side of the old pond.
1: You know, flights flights to uh, to London are reasonable. Okay, so maybe. All right, I would okay. I would one hundred percent love to go to London <laughs> to see. The Offspring and Daughtry, <laughs> in particular, Offspring and Daughtry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be our luck. We'd get there and be like, "Listen, everyone canceled, but The Offspring and of Daughtry."
3: And we're like, "Bring it!
0: <laughs> Let's do it! Put that garbage on me!" Um, so who knows? Maybe we'll be there. Uh, we got a message from Hugh Hugo farrant who said, "Just spotted the missing element that Corn have needed the last few albums to take things forward." An eight string Ibanez. Eight strings. Eight. That's, that's not only more strings than six, what most bands lame it up with, it's also more strings than corn themselves. I'll do a straw poll of the band about it, see if we can get a corn census. <laughs> hashtag Ooh. more chug, hashtag corn census, hashtag roach rider for life.
1: There's a picture, and it is indeed an eight string guitar. Oh, boy. Uh, Fully
3: unnecessary eight-string guitar.
1: Yeah, and um, coming up real quick here, uh, Stephen Tilbury sent us an alert Mm. that Crazy Town is doing a 20-year anniversary tour in Australia, Gifted Game Australia-New Zealand 2019. If you are down under, or whatever we call New Zealand, uh, between... Uh, December 5th and December 13th, the odds at Crazy Town are, are coming to a, what I'm guessing is a dive bar near you. Strong. Strong, pop probably. Yeah.
0: I got to say, the interesting names of some of these venues here, because um, one's called Bertiekin in Sydney, if I'm saying that right. Uh, in Brisbane, they're at the back room. In Adelaide, they're in Zivago. In Christchurch they're at Deja Vu.
1: Which is a strip club around here. Yeah. Could be there too. Let us know if you're Mm -hmm. in Christchurch.
0: Yes. Auckland, you're at a place called Neck of the Woods.
3: I like
1: that.
0: That strikes me as just you're gonna, you know, walk in, you're gonna see somebody. Wow. Who thought I'd see Crazy Town here in this neck of the woods? Terrible.
3: Yeah. You okay, buddy? Uh,
0: I'm going to just throw myself into traffic real quick and then be back. <laughs> All right. I'll see you uh, in a Yeah. In and then uh,
3: Melbourne.
1: Laundry. In mm-hmm. Perth, bar one.
3: When Roach Coach takes its trip to Australia, we're going to hit the whole. We're going <laughs> to follow the crazy town <laughs> train. Oh, yeah. But after they've left and been gone for a long time. Yes.
0: Absolutely. It was, yeah, we won't even catch their vapors. You guys, we did an episode about Lifer. What? We did.
1: We did. It's been a while.
0: It's been a little bit. And we got some feedback on it. Over on Facebook, Daniel Terry said, Sitting here eating my peanut butter and chocolate sandwich and not understanding why y'all were so passively dissing my snack choice. Thank you, Daniel. Peanut butter and chocolate sandwich. Everybody's eating them. I'm in.
1: I'm in. Uh, Roy Perez says, open for these guys at CBGVs. To make a long story short, we had a gig to play with them at CBGB back in, CBGVs back in 2001. Prior to that, I caught them at a show in Montclair. After the set, I gave them props and mentioned to Aaron that my band... Uh, com- do, you, do you know how to pronounce this, Lauren? Uh,
0: Kamaruya?
1: Kamaruya sorry roy you're gonna have to let me know how that's actually pronounced was opening for them he was happy for us but when he told nick we were playing nick made a face and said that's cool shit man but watch for the owner and make sure you get paid i made a face like what do you mean he's like i don't know man the guy's like some fucked up tony soprano cokehead mafioso anyway we did the show and it's so long ago but i still can't remember anything memorable we did our set and that was it. However, it was such a small crowd because, mind you, it was like 6 p.m. when we went on. All I remember is my other guitarist, Fat Tom, saying to Ann Kit, the singer, There's like 15 people here. Fuck this show. Anyway, love the show. Keep up the good work and keep <laughs> it rolling, baby. Keep it rolling. Oh, right, man, baby. if we had 15 people on <laughs> a live recording, that would I be a record. Would, I would be like, oh, so famous and popular. <laughs> we <laughs> did
3: it.
0: We did it. Thank um, you, Roy. Thank you, Roy. Mike Hoverluck said, if you do a side project month and subject yourself to feel these dreams, spoiler alert, (laughs) woof. (laughs) Uh, you gotta check out Wes's solo album Crystal Machetes if you haven't already not sure an instrumental in the vein of Mogwai would translate to the podcast but it's pretty fantastic I think this excerpt from the wiki says it all the album was conceived as a soundtrack to an imaginary 80s movie while recording the album Borland imposed the following guidelines upon himself no distorted guitars no human vocals and as little outside help as possible interesting description and then he tagged the end of this with, I don't know if this is something that he made, or if this is some clip art he found, but it is an incredible drawing of of a worm, DJing.
1: Oh, shit. DJ nice. Worm. DJ Worm.
0: I love it. He's got this he's got the he's got the um, slatted shades like it's two thousand seven. Um, I love this picture so much. And then the art didn't stop, Jenny.
1: No. Our friend Joshua Toomey sent us a photo of the worm that drives the apple from Richard's Carey's art and says someone is running late to their gig. (laughs) I fucking love that worm. There's Uh no circumstance in which I'm going to see that worm driving an apple and not feel happy about it. I've been
0: giggling about this for months.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you Uh, very much.
0: Thank you, everybody. And that is it for Who's Tweeting? Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, as this episode goes up, we will have had a vote up about new t-shirts. Matt, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh,
3: so we wanted to, number one, see which t-shirt idea uh, appeal to you, Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. We are... Right now, have have uh, two ideas, one of them being activate the pit, and the other being who's tweeting, and then who is. not. Uh, this is basically just to make sure that we're making the t-shirt that you would want to wear, and um, once we kind of get the results, we're going to get some mock-ups done, and then we'll have some voting on the mock-ups, so that this truly would be a t-shirt you would buy. <laughs> We don't want to make something that you're like, no, no, that, that, no. So, yeah. Uh, As we record
0: this, though, we do want to mention there are comments, in the comments already, people are asking about a Charles Mansion t-shirt. People are, yeah, they're already, Prowler, people are asking for Prowler. People are asking for The Boys Did It Again. I love The Boys Did Uh, It Again. Yeah, that's a really good one, too. So, all right, then. Let's talk about it. It's a spooky Halloween here on The Coach as we talk about our album of the week. Let's get the full title. Hellbilly Deluxe, 13 Tales of Cadaverous Cavorting Inside the Spook Show International by Rob Zombie. Jenny, when did this album come out?
1: This album was released on August 25th,
3: 1998. That is uh, getting the party started.
0: Getting the party started. And a party indeed as we will find when we get into this album. Uh, But first off, Jenny, what's your history with Rob Zombie? Uh,
1: Well, I loved this album. Mm -hmm. I had this album. I thought it was great. I was very into it. Uh, I listened to it all the time. Um, I, I really like Rob Zombie. I can't say that I was too into any of his solo music much past this, but... Anytime I can like listen to an interview with him, I will. I think he's just like an endlessly fascinating dude. And though his movies also aren't quite my speed, I really think that he's like a super interesting person. And I think he's into a lot of really cool shit. And I just like to listen to him talk. So I have like a, maybe a weird level of admiration and like respect for Rob Zombie. Like (laughs) I've been a Rob Zombie defender many times. people are like oh boy i'm like well wait a minute the devil's reject soundtrack if you listen to it it's really (laughs) well curated and uh buck owens on there and terry and it's really really good (laughs) so that's what it sounds like to have a conversation with me when i'm not on the podcast buck
3: owens king of the bakersfield sound
1: (laughs) uh maybe yeah i i trust you uh yeah so that is my my history with rob zombie in this album How about you, Lauren?
0: So I I never owned this record, but I was very familiar with the singles. I was familiar with Rob Zombie going back to the White Zombie days. Um, I enjoyed More Human Than Human, as most people did. In 1996, very much on board. You know, when this came out, I was like, "Sure, this sounds good." I am—I'm uh, a big fan of a few of his movies, and I hate a few of his movies. Um, but you know what? That just shows that he's trying things out. But yeah, I love *Devil's Rejects*. I love Lords of Salem*. I hate *Halloween 2*, and I haven't seen um, his two most recent. Um, I've heard mixed things, but he's trying stuff. Not just. You know, he's, he's experimenting.
3: Matt? Uh, yeah, I'm very familiar with this record. Um, I never purchased it, but it was one of those ones that a ton of my friends had and listened to. And there was a lot of singles off this record. So it, it's been present in my life uh, quite a bit. So I'm super excited. But I do have a question before we start. Sure. Are we considering this album for the new metal canon or as a papa? I just need to know mindset, where I should be.
0: When I listened to this record, I listened to it for both. I listened to it because of when it came out, and but also being aware that at this point, Rob Zombie had been in the game for a while, just being in White Zombie. And so I was just seeing if there was anything that people were cribbing from, or anything that, that maybe surprisingly would put him in the genre that I just never knew about outside of the singles.
3: Okay. Um, so I don't know if that answered your question. Absolutely. No, I I think once we get to the end, then we'll be having kind of a full conversation about it. Sure. Um, Do we, <laughs>
0: sure. 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 Wow. Whatever the fuck, wow, Matt. Wow.
2: <laughs> hey matt Sorry. don't ask questions how no, about that, that? No, oh, okay. that yeah, yeah whatever, that, whatever
0: that sounded more dismissive than i wanted it to be yeah, i mean sure. i did want uh-huh. it to be dismissive but i didn't want it that that dismissive. Too late?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah sure bud we'll talk about it at the end just uh keep recording this shit, okay? just
0: uh,
3: make sure you hit play on the next song please
1: <laughs>
0: uh jenny who's in rob zombie's band i realize this is the first solo artist we've ever done on the show Holy
1: shit. Yeah. So who is in the studio with... Well, there are some special guests that we'll get to. Yes. But for the most part, uh, we've got Rob Zombie on vocals, lyrics, production, all other art, art direction. This is his fucking deal. Yes. Uh, We've got Riggs on guitars. It's Mike Riggs. Uh, Looks like uh, currently he is a guitarist, vocalist, and producer, Scum of the Earth. Got Blasco, Rob Blasco Nicholson is a heavy metal bassist. Uh, Let's see, he's currently part of Ozzy Osbourne's band.
2: Oh, okay, good. Uh,
1: John Joseph Tempesta, he is on drums. Um, He's been a member of the cult since 2006 and he has played with Exodus, Testament, and White Zombie. Uh, And then we got a whole bunch of little helpers. Mm-hmm. Bunch of little
3: helpers. quite a bit of hired guns
1: hired guns right
3: yeah uh
0: producer on this record is rob along with scott humphrey uh who i understand is uh, basically his partner in crime through a lot of this so um yeah and uh genre tags jenny
1: we've got industrial metal and shock rock
3: Ooh, our first shock
0: rock
1: i think this is our first shock rock our first shock rock by genre tag i think we've had some shock rock
0: i was not able to purchase this album uh just for timing wise it's not like it was hard to find but i just wasn't able to get around to buying it but uh we did uh find on discogs the liner notes to the deluxe edition of hellbilly deluxe and Let me tell you, this guy goes all in on this art. This art is incredible. He's got art from Dan Barrington and Gene Colon, And I I love these photos of the band, Jenny. Um, Just these interesting sort of sepia tone, uh, like really detailed. Like you get every hair of Rob's dreads. Incredible dreads. Incredible dreads on this guy. Well,
1: he grew them out.
0: And I also like how the the guy loves Halloween at a level that I think n- none of us can ever even aspire to. You know? Mm-hmm. Just loves it. Um, he's got a photo of his wife. I don't know if she, they were married yet in, when this album came out, but she's in the liner notes. Um, also, we got a picture of all the guys in the band uh, looking very gothy. And I'm going to say it, and I think it's true, they look a little menacing. They look a little spooky. This picture of Tempesta—I don't want to mess with that. You better not. And then this picture of Blasco and Riggs with their guitars upside down. Spooky. And then you get one more pic of Rob sitting on a on a throne that says zombie on it. I love it. I love it. Great job, everybody, on uh on this work. Uh okay, well we have all of that discussed. Uh I think we're ready to dive into these tunes.
1: Let's get to the tunes. Let's get to the tunes. All right. Uh the first track on this uh is going to be a little spooky mood setter. It's called Call of the Zombie and that'll take us right into Super Beast. the zombie did call. True pain and suffering he brought to them all. Away ran the children to hide in their beds for fear that the devil would chop off their heads. <laughs> That's some. Um...
3: Are you ready for some motherfucking shock
1: rock? Hi.
0: We are shock rocking.
1: We certainly are.
0: We're fist pumping. <sighs> let me tell you, that hey, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. There was a debate. There's a lot of, uh, let me tell you, there are some gifts in the world, and one of those gifts is the songmeaning.com comments for all of these songs. But for one, there's, there's an argument about whether or not he's saying hell yeah or hey, yeah. As far as i can tell he's saying hey yeah there's just a lot to enjoy here that solo symbol action in between the chorus and verses um you know it's a real great head nodder great start i'm feeling really good not new metal jenny thoughts
1: uh i liked this song uh so initially when this album was being uh created, Rob was working with Charlie, is it Clouser? Is that how you say his last oh, name? Yeah. It's from Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. So this is the only song that he worked on with Charlie that made it to the album. Um, mm. Charlie had to bow out because of other obligations. So this sounds a little bit more electronic than a lot of the other stuff. Um, but I liked it. Uh in my notes, I said, very electronic, spoopy boy, solid open, fun chorus. That's a party tone. And then I wrote zap a <laughs> there's a whole like, um biddy bum biddy doo like whatever happens. Um, Indeed. I like it. I like it. I agree. Not new metal, but very cool.
3: I fucking love this yeah, so Matt. much. This is such a delight to listen to. Fully not new metal. This is industrial, ah, and it's fun, and I love mm. it. Ah.
1: The video is oh boy, is something else. It starts off somebody riding a motorcycle. I we think that's a lot of like A lot of spooky cutting up stuff. Then everything's fast and bloopy, and then all of a sudden we had some latex masks and swords. I laughed a lot. Get some battles going on. And I wrote, God bless, at the end of my (laughs) notes for this video. It was a wild ride. What would you think, Lauren?
0: Yeah, I I like this one. This was the third single from the album. And uh, this one, it seemed like the, uh, you know, we'll get to the other videos very shortly. Uh, This one seemed like he was like, you know what? We're just going to goof around. You know, I'm going to have my wife ride around on a motorcycle. We're going to have some ninja swords. We're going to have some ninjas. We're going to just goof around in front of the green screen and we're just going to rock out for the Super Beast and uh, we're going to have a great time. Um, Songmeanings.com, as I mentioned earlier, there's debate in the comments on whether or not this is the best song by Rob Zombie. A lot of back and forth on that. A lot of people say that his best song is Scum of the Earth from the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Ooh. So a lot of back and forth, but there was one comment that you guys, I had to talk about. It's from freakish goth Fay, who said, ah, yet another wonderful example of beautiful violence and evil. Rob zombie is an absolute genius when it comes Whoa. to that. Whoa. All right. So she's putting Rob up for the genius list straight out the gate. We're only one song in, really. But I feel like we should put them on. But this comment's not done. This was written on October thirteenth, two 2002. Just keep that in mind. This wasn't a plant. Because the next sentence says, Anyway, it seems to me that this song has kind of a Dom sub-theme to it. What? Uh Uh-oh. Like they're speaking your language, Lauren. Crazy. So then they quote some <laughs> I lyrics. Love language
1: is dumb sub-relationships. <laughs> That's someone's love language.
0: Uh, somebody. Uh shriek the lips across the ragged tongue, convulsing together, sing violently, move the jaw, cry out loud, stir the lips across the wrist, full possession in memory. I realize that his songs have no real profound meaning, but this is what this song means to me. Anyway, I really like this song and it brings back wonderful memories of about being a subby. Hee hee. He. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> All right. there you Living go. And then, on a, and so that was written on October 13, 2002. On August nineteenth, twenty 2016, four four responded and said, Oh, geez.
1: <laughs> That's good that they <laughs> took the time to hop in there and. <laughs>
3: Sorry to say, that is not a got em. Not a got <laughs>
0: oh, Did not uh,
1: get him. Did not
0: yeah. get him. <laughs> you <laughs> waited too long. <laughs> not hot enough. No. no Tepid take. Oh, boy.
1: Tepid Tammy.
0: All right. Let's keep this bad boy going. I'm excited.
1: All right. Up next, we've got Dracula.
3: Let's do it. realize that i have associated a lot of good times to this song <laughs> Matt,
1: take <laughs> us away take us down memory lane Yes, this is
3: well it's one of those songs that because the kind of industrial that i liked mostly was like the very weird electronic industrial so not as heavy i mean not that this album's particularly heavy but there's a lot heavier industrial sounds like ministry is probably as far out as i really got i wasn't a big skinny puppy fan but i really fell into this like electro industrial groove and that's kind of where i stayed but rob zombie was kind of like the industrial that like even people who hated industrial loved it because it had real crossover appeal this is such a you this gets played at sporting events you know what i mean like this is anthemic and fun and it was one of those songs that just kind of was a backdrop to like 1998 so like right when i was um transitioning schools and things like that
1: oh yeah and kind
3: of becoming who i am today
1: oh rob rob helped you rob helped rob helped
3: Plus, it's like, I went to City Club a ton, and this is like one of the ones, there's like a thousand fucking remixes of this song, Mm -hmm. Um, but there was like one kind of amped up dance version that like the beats just a little bit faster, and uh, yeah, I just have a lot of good times thinking about it.
0: I wrote in my notes, we know it, we love it. It's got a top shelf chorus. It's this perfect mix of rock and industrial without any of the stuffiness that can sometimes plague industrial for me. It has no pretension. This is good time music. You're right. It's good time rock and roll music. It's good time. It's just a party. I, I have to say, Matt, when you said I associate a lot of good times with this, this is a song um, I'm not trolling strip clubs, but when I have gone to strip clubs, this song always gets played. Oh, yeah. Yes.
1: Wow. Good to know. Jenny. Sorry.
0: I know you're married now, but that doesn't mean you can't still go to strip clubs.
1: <laughs> you know, I love a good strip club. Um, <laughs> I have a friend who is obsessed with strip clubs. Like, mm. I don't know. And he always tells me about it, but he gets really upset when he comes back into town and strip clubs have changed. He'll like, tell me about it. Like I've never been to a. have been to a male strip club one time. Um, but yeah, he's like you know, and then it's just like you can't have a table in this section. It's just so impersonal, and I'm like, all right. But the song Dragula, uh, strip club, and they're changing outlet, uh, they're changing ways or whatever. Notwithstanding, uh,
3: Dragula is the bedrock of many a strip club.
1: <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, I yeah. would imagine you'd hear this like Hot for Teacher maybe girls that, girls girls yeah yep.
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh yeah. this video uh he's he's running around in a car that this is named after grandpa monster's car mm. but he he's driving around in a car in this video um it also does the thing that I love where they show like a seemingly like picture perfect family from the 50s and then cut to like an atom bomb because nothing's perfect. And at-
3: But it kind of speaks to this thing that Rob Zombie has where he's like a complete artist. Like, like him or not, he absolutely knows visually what he wants and he knows what he wants his songs to do.
1: Yeah no i mean it's especially at this time this the whole like norman rockwell but like (laughs) not quite thing was like really picking up and i was like yeah all right i'm not what you want me to be too bad oh shit
3: jenny badass is here okay
1: sorry i'm not picture perfect Jenny, Mama. Um,
0: Jenny, badass. Um, I noticed that you kicked over um all the bikes outside that were on the bike yeah, rack. Yeah,
1: what of it? So I'm not what you want me to be, um,
0: okay? We, we also noticed that you opened all the um the two liter pops that were in Matt's fridge, and so that all the carbonation went out, so they're all flat now.
1: Yeah. Of it, I'm not what you want me to be. <laughs> that was that Jenny Badass
3: is kind of one note, <laughs> a little bit,
1: but I that's okay. It's certainly... one,
3: oh, believe you me, Maddie Badass is the same guy. <laughs> like, I'm living by my own rules.
1: Oh, <laughs> Sorry, mom, I'm not gonna be prom Queen.
3: And then my father a, a jump attacked me. <laughs> Really? No one talks to your mother like that. All right, cool, Dad. <laughs> See you later, guys. Uh, I uh,
0: I think this video is honestly one of the best one of the best music videos. It's just so incredibly perfect, matching to the song. The energy is tremendous. The use of the 19, like nineteen fifty stock footage is so great and perfect. Um, I also yeah, that Adam Bomb cut is uh, excellent. Uh, songmeanings.com, 117 comments most of them devoted to my favorite type of fight Wiccan Fight Wick
3: and Fight
0: <laughs> let me tell you it <laughs> is it is a fight for the ages um Modern Dandy rolls in says because there's no way to find the origins of this it's just a free for all so they're in this fight, and they're going after somebody named Little Goth Doll. And they said, Little Goth Doll makes me sad. I'm offended. No, I'm not, but I am. You don't understand. I'm just so freaky. Jesus. I'm sick of Wiccans getting all huffy about the, quote, the burning times relating it to the Holocaust. The vast majority of the people burned weren't even witches or Wiccans or witches with a Y or whatever spooky hippie name you want to be called. Wicca's not part of your heritage. It's a teenage phase. I respect it when the people involved are respectable. Oh, and by calling yourself goth, you automatically aren't. Pretentious snooty goth rule number one. Wow. That, my friends, is a him.
1: My favorite comment in this yes. Wiccan war is from The Sweet Relief. This is on May 1st, 2007. <laughs> I love uh, this one. <laughs> the comment reads as follows. This goes to all you fuck offs who are saying shit about Wiccans. Goddall is not a true Wiccan. I am. This song is about his drag car. I knew this. I'm a Wiccan by Heritage, and I am damn proud of it. I'm not offended by this song. As a matter of fact, the song is pretty damn good. If you knew a real Wiccan from a bullshit poser Wiccan, you would understand this song as an offensive. But so many goths try to use that bullshit persona of Wiccans and witches being scary. We're all around you. We're normal fucking people, and we live normal lives. But what we choose to believe is what we choose to believe. We don't go around calling the Bible a bullshit fairy tale or call Buddhists a bunch of pathetic fat ass monks, do we? No. Some Wiccans are actually true to our religion. We're from the heritage of it, and we know what we are talking about. Learn something about goddamn Wiccans before you run your mouth. Got em
3: Gotem um.
0: Matt, this is 117 gotums. okay? (laughs)
1: it's a lot of hot takes.
0: (laughs) It's just, I I was texting Jenny when I was doing notes, and I said, sometimes I like to wade in past the first page of comments. I got everything I needed on page one of seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hopped
1: on to page six and Mm -hmm. found a good one. Uh, Nishoku Scream says, kick ass song. banged my girlfriend to it, too. Who gives a fuck about the meaning? <laughs> <laughs>
3: ah! You know what? You know what? That's a that's someone just living their goddamn life, man. You know oh, that girlfriend of the
1: song. <laughs> Who fucking cares,
3: bro. You're the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, if I ever have you know boning with girl, yeah, what should I soundtrack it to?
1: Man. Something good uh, I'm so glad I asked Something Like Dracula? Something scary, yeah Because then she'll, she'll be scared She'll want to be close to you So like, Should uh, I turn on a strobe light? Yeah, unless she has seizures Then nah Because <laughs> then, uh, you know She might die I don't want that No, that would be bad I don't know who this guy is. I, he just makes a lot of uh, noises. Uh, <laughs> duh, duh. <laughs> ah, yeah. I bang my girlfriend to this song. Who cares what it means? Kick ass song. I like uh, that.
0: I hope that guy is in every comment. Who cares what "Living Dead Girl" means? I bang my girlfriend to it.
1: Well, only one way to find out, and right? That would be by uh, moving on to the next track on this album, which is "Living Dead Girl."
2: Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead?
3: Coming to the stage right now. You love her. You know her. She's a mistress of the night. Adria. Let's give it up for Adria. She'll be back in the champagne room later.
1: Yeah, these are definitely strip songs. I mean, we saw Rob Zombie. We did. And there was lots of stripping.
0: There was a lot. They had had, uh, women in cages. There was a lot of that. Um, Yet, and yet, that crowd was not as sexual as that incubus crowd.
1: No, it's a different, it's a different thing.
3: Yeah, that whale song plays and people are DTF. I Let was also
1: thinking that like it it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as sexual as we went to see Head PE.
0: Nothing's stopping that.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe.
0: Definitely a different vibe. Um, so I've always loved this song. I used to actually when this song came out, I thought it was better than Dragula. I think. Dragula, I, I I think that's probably the better song, but I still love this one a lot. I I love the, that chorus, just the whole sort of funky vibe to it. It's got this great riff. It's got a bit of a chug, just a touch of chug, just like a sprinkle chug. Uh, some beeps and boops, and and we didn't talk about this in the last one. Rob Zombie knows what he's doing because he's like. I can't spend too much time on these verses. When I got this chorus ready to go, let's get to that chorus and crush some faces. So you're never, you're never sitting there going, are we going to get a chorus soon? <laughs> Rob Zombie's got that chorus ready to go. Um, and this did... I had this thought. Call me crazy. But these lyrics in general have a lot of spooky imagery, devil's wings, stuff like that. But they don't really make any sense and in a way he's like spooky back
1: Mm. okay
3: i think that's gonna tie into what i was just thinking Mm -hmm. because i think rob zombie uses sex as spectacle Mm -hmm. not sex as activity meaning like when head pe is talking about we're gonna fuck tonight it's much more of like get ready here it comes or even like right. the vibe that incubus puts out of just like this is a love vibe like this is the thing he's a showman it's always about the spectacle of the thing mm-hmm. so like it's much more to titillate than it is to be like an in-depth examination of something for sure like yeah. he is a rob zombie is a neon sign in the desert you know Promising food, fun, and thrills.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And head PE is like a pit of snakes that's fucking rapidly. <laughs> right. It's a tangle of snakes. It's a tangle of snakes.
0: Oh man. Uh Jenny, what, what did you think of Living Dead Girl?
1: I, I really like the song a lot. I I think I was always of the opinion that Dragula was the better song, and I maintain that. But this is a cool song. I like the video a lot.
2: Mm. It's
1: very old timey. Um, it borrows from the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um, and so it has some of them like reprising roles. And I don't know. It's just a neato. It's a little neato vid. Uh,
0: I, uh, I love it. I thought it was a great video and watched it. I watched it today. The way, you know, they always talk about, there's a thing nowadays about seeing, um, seeing the film the way the director intended, you know, in the right aspect ratio and the correct sound, the correct, you know, all of those things, you know, motion smoothing turned off, all of that stuff. So I saw this the way that Rob Zombie wanted it to be seen on my phone in a Jimmy John's. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's the way that's he what wanted he had this in mind. One. That's yep. what he had in mind. And I got to tell you, though, this thing perfectly captures the silent movie aesthetic in a completely genuine way. It isn't winking; it's totally sincere, and it never deviates. I kept thinking like there would be something where it was sort of twist out, but it could totally play as just a silent film. Irref- you know, irrespective of the song, he just was like, "I want to make a completely a one hundred percent authentic silent film look." With no yeah, with no joke. There's nothing, you know, anachronistic about it or anything like that. The the look of it is a hundred percent on point, and it is one of the more loving homages that I've seen. And really it just showed also I mean, because this is prior to any of his film work, uh, just his level of eye and skill. So I have great admiration for that music video. Matt.
3: It's a ripper. I mean, this song crushes. Mm-hmm. And um it's Cor- it's chorus is very similar to Dragula's. It's just a little more straight ahead, a, c- a couple beats less, but you can throw in a Dragula at the end of it, and it's not going to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but Rob Zombie knows what he's doing, and he's going to take you on the ride. Absolutely. My thing is, there's a lot of tracks left on this album. Will we stay on the ride?
1: Well. There's only one way to find out.
3: Before we get to that, we've got
0: a couple comments on songmeanings.com because some people have some things to say about Rob. Happy Little Diddy says, nobody does it like Rob. The master of mystery, of creepiness, a true original. Wow. The master of mystery. True original. True original. I thought very interesting. Barb Wire said this is a great song to listen to while wandering a graveyard at midnight under a full moon. Good
1: point. Okay. Good point. Solid. Good
0: point. And Ogthail says, this is a great make-out song. My ex and I made out to it, and she was talking about it for the next three weeks. Damn, I'm good.
1: Wow. <laughs> Brag much? <laughs> so
0: just so we're clear, that one guy's like... Yeah, I had sex to Dragula. And uh, who cares what it means. And this other guy apparently thinks that she's talking about the making out because of him. When I really think it's the song she's been talking about for three weeks.
1: Don't tell him. Uh, self got him?
0: I think, he, yeah, that's a bit of a self got him.
1: Oh, boy. All right. Well, before we go destroying any more egos uh let's keep going we've got uh, up next is perversion 99 which is a bit of an interlude beepy beep, boopy beep, boy it's going to take us into our next full song called demonoid phenomenon
0: my notes pretty heavy riff we are rocking i got a very static x vibe from this which comes out after this album so pretty clear i I don't think i I think that whatever the industrial influence that static x was pulling from rob zombie is also pulling from the same way um but did not get like i got a static x vibe but i didn't get a new metal vibe anymore Uh, And at this point, I honestly was like, I I don't really think I'm going to see anything new metal. I I wrote in my notes, you know, he's got this, you know, get it out, get it online. And then I wrote, Rob sees a monster and thinks, I could fuck that. (laughs) That's uh, kind of what I got. Classic zombie. Classic zombie. You know what? You you see it, you're like, you know what?
1: Why not? Why not? I'm a rock Mm and roller. Yeah. Uh, Leviathan... 6991 mm. has some thoughts. Uh, they say, does anyone else think this might have to do with sex? Get it out, get it on? Like, get out your penis and get it on with someone? Just a thought. Thank you, Leviathan. That, that could be it.
0: That could be it. Um, commenter Porno Satan said, Charlie Manson was a nice guy to the girls he seduced. Dahmer was nice, too. Bundy was so nice, he could have been a halfway decent salesman. I hope you understand what I'm getting at. Anyway, we're all nice people on the outside. Evil grin, evil music plays, <laughs> winky emoji.
1: Charles Manson is nice to everybody all the time. Oh, we're we're talking about a different... Ch-
0: Charles, not, not Charles Manson. Charles, Charles Manson. No, yeah. Talk, Charles don't, Manson.
1: Don't look up Charles Manson. I've looked him up. He's he he ruined my name. Oh no! Well, uh, you know what? You I feel like you can you can take it back.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I think, can
1: take yeah. my name back. There you go. Are you, you still it. grounded?
3: No, I I've been released.
1: Oh, are you gonna go trick or treating?
3: I got I got work to do. I gotta get back in the studio.
1: Okay. Well, are you gonna dress up in a costume in the studio? Uh, what would you suggest? Uh, maybe you could be a frog. gotta go
2: oh wow wow.
1: shot down pretty hard i keep trying to get people to be a frog for Uh, Halloween. Nobody wants to do it
0: i'm sorry jenny no uh i know i've been leaving
1: frog costumes all over the (laughs) house mitch won't put them on Uh,
3: you came into my house with a frog (laughs) costume for me
1: yeah no i bought a frog costume for every person i know no one wants to be part of my well, Lord and I are going
0: to wear
3: it and we'll be the
0: frog brothers for you. We'll be Thank the frog you. bros. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Minister Whitey on a Song Meaning said it's a song about necrophilia, having sex with dead people, or killing a person halfway through sex. Enough lines point to death slash dead bodies and sex. Oh, boy.
1: All right. Well, that's nice.
0: I think it's about Rob Zombie wanting to fuck a monster. Or at least thinking about it. Like, hey,
3: maybe. I guess he's seen Over Fiend. He's into it.
0: He's seen some Clive Barker stuff. You know, I mean, you know he's seen Nightbreed. You know, he's watched Society. He's seen these movies. He's <laughs> like, let's just roll around and get weird. I don't want to say he's a, a hole's a hole guy, but maybe he
1: is. I don't know. You never know.
0: You never know until That's you sit true. down with somebody. You don't know. You could be like, I've known this person for so long, and then you one day you're like, Oh shit, there are a holes a whole person. Well, wow. Oh yeah.
1: If I had a nickel for every time <laughs> I found out someone I knew was a, a hole's a whole person. Hole's a hole. Yeah. Wait a minute. Mm. What are you doing to this mm. mini golf course? <laughs> 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 uh. A whole baby. You're, you're going to get us kicked out. Yeah, man, that one takes the ball and doesn't give it back. Get <laughs> your dick out of it. Until, it. until it extracts 20 gallons. Oh, god. Oh no. <laughs> Line of people. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. They <laughs> want to play no. through. I know, they can't. It's the last hole. <laughs> All right. Uh, Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hole's a hole. Mm. All right, let's keep going. Up next, we've got a song called Spook Show Baby.
0: Best yeah in the business. He's he's got to be the best yeah in the business. I I was thinking about that over the last week of listening to this album and thinking, is he the best? Is he top three? Is he top five? And I'm like, no, what? He's probably the best. He's probably the best yeah guy in the biz. I bet you everyone else, when you're working on an album and you want to put a yeah, in, you just think, would Rob like this yeah? Would is this is a Rob approved yeah? So yeah, and you know, I wrote in my notes. I didn't write a lot about this. I said. Who wouldn't want to be thought of as a spook show baby?
1: You know? Good question.
0: She's a killer. She's a thriller. Spook show baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Spook show baby. Sounds like a compliment to me. Jenny, thoughts?
1: Sounds like a compliment to me as well.
0: Mm Hmm. Maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Mitchell. Mitchell. Slip you a handmade card. Said to my spook show baby.
1: If he does, it'll it'll be like falling in love all over again. I mean, romance
3: is. is alive and well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I was really distracted by what sounded like a sitar to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah. sounds yes. like the the music that they play on Ninety Day Fiance when you're going to see somebody's uh, somebody's partner who lives in like Tunisia or Morocco. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I'm missing the the 90 Day Fiance four hour tell-all event tonight. Four hours? It's too long. When they said it started yesterday, the first hour of it was yesterday, and they were like, this special four hour event. I was like, whoa! 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Taking it too far. But this season, there's a guy that lives in Tunisia who he finds out a secret that his uh, fiance has been keeping from him and he rides off into the Sahara Desert on a quad and it's one of my favorite things I've ever <laughs> seen on the show.
0: Wow. He's
1: like, I do not accept this is and then he just disappears into the desert. Wow. It's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for my crossover Rob Zombie 90 Day Fiance Tell All (laughs) it's going to have a lot of listenership all right up next we've got How to Make a Monster which is another little musical interlude with some distant voices Uh, and then that goes into Meet the Creeper
0: Oh, Jenny! Thanks so much for coming to my party. I really appreciate it. I mm-hmm. I wanted you to meet a friend of mine. Um, I'd just love over to. Here. I'd love you to meet the Creeper.
3: Hey, baby. Yeah, I'm actually Prowler.
1: Whoa! Whoa! Oh my gosh, Creeper! I've
0: oh, you're a Prowler. Well, this is this is awkward.
3: What? I, well, it's my Halloween costume. Is the Creeper? Oh, I see.
1: Oh, you're a bad guy from Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they <laughs> called creepers? I Please have no don't idea. kill me with your diamond sword. <laughs> I'll try not to. I'll try not to kill you with all my knowledge about Minecraft.
3: I'm, I'm stunned. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, oh, wow.
1: What? And, wow. And he left the party.
3: Well.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. I only know that because someone in my neighborhood obviously let their kids make a pretty impressive Halloween display. And one of them is, I guess, what a creeper is. And there's a speech bubble they put above it. And it says oh man a creeper <laughs> i love this <laughs> I love yeah, it. it it makes me happy every time i drive by it
0: uh well you know this uh, this song is a great stomp gives me a little bit of a manson vibe and i noticed that the lyrics don't make any sense but you know what they're fun to sing meet yeah. the creeper take it deeper meet the creeper yeah yeah He's the best yeah guy in the biz. Best yeah in
3: the biz.
1: Yeah. So you might be thinking, okay, this album is cool. It knows what it wants to be. It's doing its thing. You might wonder, what was it like? Where was this recorded? What was it like there? Was mm-hmm. anybody living in the studio while this was happening?
2: <laughs> oh. Uh, so
1: so this was recorded at the Chop Shop in Hollywood. And uh, while this was being recorded... Uh, somebody that we haven't seen or talked about for quite some time on the mm. show uh, was running into some personal and legal struggles. Uh, that would be Tommy Lee of Motley Crue. Really? Briefly living at the chop shop while this was being recorded. Uh, and so he was kind of, if if Wikipedia is to be believed, he was just kind of upstairs and... Uh, Scott and Rob were like, dude, Tommy's upstairs. We should ask him to play. And they asked me to play. And I was like, I would love to play right now. I could really use, you know, just kind of check out, really do some music. And I ended up playing like four tracks or so on the record. So he was the the drummer on this song, uh, Meet the Creeper. So there you go. Wow. That was Tommy Lee. (laughs) <laughs> just upstairs, like, dude, Tommy Lee's just upstairs <laughs> right now. You wanna throw him a bone?
3: <laughs> yeah, hey, it, you wanna it, throw Tommy Lee a bone?
1: <laughs> Tommy Lee's got his own bone for real,
2: dog. <laughs> ruff, ruff.
1: <laughs> I saw the video. Oh. I mean,
3: it was the '90s; it was a wild time.
1: I saw that speedboat.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, boob.
1: I don't think I actually did see it, but what? I don't know. What a I feel like we, sure it like we all feel like we all
3: saw on it. the that you walked yeah. by at one point in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was omnipresent. You you got a Dell or yeah. a compact, and then they were also like, and here's <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> here's, here's me, your you CDR me. of it's my famine.
1: ZIOS computer. Can <laughs> yeah. play Blake Stone and see Tommy Lee getting his dick sucked on a boat. <laughs> here's your yeah.
3: Here's your uh. Here's your gateway, and uh, also, we have a media file on there of Tommy Lee getting his dick sucked.
1: You want to know what I did on computers? I read stuff on Encarta, and I found this program that played a MIDI version of Live and Let Die, so I just listened to that over and over again. You are the best
2: person. Wow. I
1: never looked for anything that I didn't think I should see. I was like, Encarta, how can you have so much knowledge after (laughs) reading your (laughs) dicks?
0: i uh i also had a meaty collection i was obsessed with i had i had a bunch of meaty covers of bush songs so i had like uh like i feel like half a 16 stone in meaty form so you go meaty instead of midi. uh yeah i guess so <laughs> all right all right. i mean here's the thing i i i, I mispronounce everything apparently it's <laughs> It's hey, not gibberish. It's family. gibberish. They're not so your family.
3: They're not my family. They're just
0: file meaties.
1: formats. Are not your family.
3: Uh all right. Interfaces are not your family. Mm-hmm.
1: So is that what MIDI is? <laughs> yeah, MIDI is an interface. Oh, I had no fucking idea. No. Uh, wow. We've really.
2: Mm. We got to keep going here. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. All right. Up next, me and Lauren
3: are fighting.
1: We're all fighting. We're this all in a big really,
3: fight. guys, mark it in the calendar. This was the beginning of the
1: end. <laughs> Everyone's fighting. Uh, all right. Well, you know who's not fighting? Rob Zombie and Tommy Lee, because he is also the drummer on this song uh, The Ballad of Resurrection Joe and Rosa Hor.
3: get there sorry i can't ride the whole
0: thing yeah this one it takes a little bit longer to get to the chorus but pretty good chorus the opening beat gave me a jesus jones right here right now meets the smith's how soon is now vibe which i did not expect to encounter i liked that it, he was trying a little bit of an experimentation here the last 30 seconds of the song some end guitars give me a little bit actually i would say is the most new metal moment on the album yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Jenny?
1: Uh, yeah, I like the song. It took, again, took a while to get going, as we heard. Uh, the end of it, it's like a bunch of dystopian, techie sounds that kind of give me a Y2K is coming vibe. Mm. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I liked it, apparently. This uh, is... The the lyrics are about... Um, Of a 1958 English period drama horror film called Corridors of Blood. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Check it out.
0: Put it on the old Netflix queue. Christopher Lee. Get it on
3: that Shudder
0: app.
1: Horace Karloff. They're all there. Uh, All right. Up next, we've got what lurks on Channel X or 10?
3: the greatest conundrum of our time.
1: Uh, this is a lot of beeps and boops, samples and riffs.
0: Yep.
3: Meaning that it just dumps into the next song? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to
0: get somewhere. It's just you got to get through the beeps and the boops for a second. Activate the pit. That's what's on channel X. The pit.
3: Now I know that the pit's been going this whole show. Mm-hmm. Dragula's got a pit.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's a there is a pit that's going off when Super Beast comes on. Mm-hmm. But a song like this, especially in this point in the album, gets you back up on your feet. <sighs> says, "Hey, you took a knee." Get off your knee. Get back in the pit. You got work to do. Uh I think
1: he played this one when we saw him.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. This thing's a fucking crusher. I love this one. This is good. I wrote in my notes, what is lurking? Because that is the question. (laughs) What is is? lurking? Oh, man. It's... uh... I said, these guitars rip. I love it. I love it. Jenny, any other thoughts on this one?
1: No more thoughts on that one. Let's us keep going here.
3: I have to ask. Oh, yeah. How respectful of our time is this album?
1: This album comes in at 38 minutes and 23 seconds.
3: So kind.
1: Very respectful of our time.
0: Incredibly respectful. And we should mention, although it's probably obvious, incredibly successful album. Three million sold. Jeez.
1: Triple platinum, baby. Good job, Rob.
3: Zombie, you've done it again. You did it, boy. Alright, let's All do it. Alright,
1: so we got two tracks left. Um, the last track is a spoopy outro. Uh, so we've got Return of the Phantom Stranger and then the beginning Big. of the end.
2: Um, on <laughs> The, daily the, the day will come, the misericordium day will
0: The last one, beginning to the end, just uh, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of samples. If you want to just, just want to hear two seconds, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, and songmeanings.com, where there would be lyrics for this song, it says, The name explains it all. Destruction, chaos, screaming, and frightening.
1: There you go.
0: There you have it. Um, Jenny, thoughts on Return of the Phantom Stranger?
1: Um, I liked it. I thought it was a bit of a creepy crawl.
2: Mm. That, Ooh, that, yeah. That
1: Latin... Mm. Transmian. Yeah. Hi. Hey. So Do you give any more thought to that frog costume? I'm wearing it. Oh, oh, fuck. You are. It looks Uh, great.
3: Happy Halloween, ribbit. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I think Tammy's going to be real impressed. I'm going to Ram's home after this.
1: Oh, you are?
3: Yeah, I haven't seen her. I hope she's okay.
1: Yeah. Don't talk to her if the stick is lit.
3: (laughs) You know what? She says that all the time, and I do not know what that means.
1: It means that she's smoking a cigarette.
3: But I bought her some illegal jewel.
0: So. Oh, you did? Yeah. Whoa. Wow.
1: You're. I'm you're, a bad boy. Oh, wow, he hopped out of <laughs> here really he, Incredible leap on that. Ribbit. Yeah. <laughs> Ribbit. He's living that frog life. Yeah. Uh, I I like the song. Uh, yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was an appropriate penultimate track. That's it. I got scared by Rob
2: Zombie. <laughs> and all I got was this shirt.
1: t-shirt. Yeah, all I got was this t-shirt.
0: Yeah, kind of a moody boy to go out. The drums are groovy. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this one. Uh, to have it run into then basically what I wrote was a collision of noise and samples at the beginning to the end. It seemed pretty fitting, but I couldn't complain because it's 38 minutes. So, you know. It's not even wearing out its welcome. Uh, so, yeah. So, that is Hellbilly Deluxe. And now, uh, we're at the part of the show.
2: Canon talk.
0: What, yes. Talk about the canon. Um, so, Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Rob? Thoughts on the album? Thoughts at all about the canon? I'd love to hear what you have to say.
1: Um, Well, I really like this album, and I really like Rob Zombie in general, and he was also legit raised in a carnival and like left the carnival when the carnival workers started rioting and burned down tents. His parents were like, we got to go now, (laughs) but I feel like, I think you said it earlier. I feel like he comes by all of this very honestly, Mm -hmm. and um, I think that this album was like lovingly crafted, even though I did read that he thought it wasn't going to be successful because solo albums aren't usually successful. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it took me back to being in, uh, ninth grade and just loving this record. Uh, I don't think it goes in the canon and I don't actually think it's a papa necessarily. Mm um, I remember at the time that it was definitely associated with similar acts. like. A, but I think that this is one of those cases where it was just the time it was released and where it got airplay. Because I really didn't get any new metal out of this. This all just felt like shock rock. But I really enjoyed it. And I would listen to it again. Lauren.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. This, uh, this album is very, very good, solid rocking throughout more variety than I expected. Um, just because the three singles do have a lot of similarities. Part of me thought that it was just going to be a little formulaic, but I thought there was way more variety than I expected. And so respectful of your time, uh, may have had a touch more interludes than I would have wanted. I probably would have cut one interlude. Um, And yeah, I didn't really... I didn't have it certainly as new Metal. I also don't have it as much of a Papa as more of just like um, absorbing the same influences as new Metal, but utilizing them in completely different ways. Um, And also the goals. There's there's no angst on this album. Uh, You know, there's no... I think we've said it. Rob Zombie is living the dream. He's like... I love scary stuff i love horror movies and i love rock and roll and i get to do it all i have no problem with anybody i'm just doing the damn thing so there's no taking things out venting out emotions he's, he's doing it this is what he always wanted to do so in that regard he it doesn't even match up to the you know the expelling of emotions that we encounter on so many uh new
3: metal albums but yes very very good matt Loved it. Loved hearing it again after all these years. And I agree with what both of you said. I think it is just new metal adjacent. It just basically kind of came up and rose to popularity right around the same time. And it was the only, if I'm a booker, am I going to book Rob Zombie and Corn together? Or am I going to put Corn and some other band that's not as tested or as big as a draw, I'm going to put them together, right? Or what am I going to do? Rob Zombie and then another kind of quasi-industrial band that might not be as big of a draw. So I think they just kind of, through convenience, got put together often. Plus the way that modern rock radio worked in the late 90s, that was just kind of how it worked. Or it would be corn and here's Rob Zombie, and here's Filter and here's Nirvana, and here's Stone Temple Pilots, and here's this, and here's the New Lincoln Park. like they all kind of ran into each other, but stylistically, this is much more in the industrial vein. It doesn't even feel super goth to me. Mm-mm. I think it I think I kind of come back to Rob Zombie loves the spectacle of it. he loves the old horror movie motif the blood the guts the gore again kind of just coming back to those trailers for like you know it's all the grindhouse trailers i know he made one mm-hmm. um but it is where it's just like machete. it's just you know you're not prepared for this movie you will shit your pants The
1: something weird releases exactly releases and herschel gordon lewis stuff
3: please scream bloody gut scream
1: <laughs> like, yeah Ugh. but yeah, i loved that stuff
3: and it and it's refreshing to hear a full album unapologetically do what it's done is it a papa i think is the only thing i'm a little bit stuck on it's not in the canon for sure are there other touchstone bands that probably could have been a bigger influence than this for the bands that were coming in out in 99, 2000 to 2001? Yeah, I'm gonna go back to ministry. Ministry is probably a bigger one. even if you went back to white zombie, I don't think white zombie had as big of an impact as um, you know uh, the first well the first three non uh, synth pop ministry records. And so like we're talking land of rape and honey, mine's a terrible thing to taste in Psalm 69. I think have a bigger impact on new metal than Hellbilly Deluxe, Mm -hmm. but it reaped the benefits of the same of those things coming out beforehand. Rob Zombie just kind of put the best packaging around that stuff. And then uh, (laughs) ministry kind of just lost their damn mind.
0: It's true. I'm sure you're talking about Dark Side of the Spoon. Yeah.
3: And I, I was never a fan of Filth Pig. I just
0: kind of felt. It's only like got two uh, good songs. So that's. Yeah. Filth Pig is like. Um, I feel second to REM's Monster uh, for use been
3: staple. Um, I know I bought it and sold it back. <laughs> so. Yeah. I just kind of feel like Al Jorgensen was like, I made a super awesome point on Psalm 69 with NWO. What if I just made an album of that without the f- the fun and gusto? <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah, best song in that album is a cover. So anyway, <laughs> there I you didn't have know it. That I was going to go off on that tangent. Sorry, it's guys. okay.
0: It's okay. Uh there you have it. That's uh, so. That is an episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. <laughs> it's <laughs>
3: a Halloween
0: spectacular. Indeed. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we start November. November. They're new. We're talking about four bands, four albums that are doing new metal in today's world a world of smartphones, a world of Twitter, (laughs) a world of wokeness. Wow. What's it like? What's it like? What's it like?
1: In this economy?
0: Jenny, some people are doing it.
1: (laughs) We'll see.
0: (laughs) So definitely listen up in November for all of that fun stuff. All your recommendations. We got a cavalcade and we sorted through them. We listened to a bunch and we said, these are the four. These are the four we're doing. And uh, we're very excited. So until next time. Jenny. Thank you.
1: Lauren. Thank you.
0: Matt. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Dead, I am the one
2: exterminating sun. Slipping through the tree, strangling on the